Hello again. Good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. Uh, Today is November 28th, and I'd like to dedicate today's podcast to Yvette and Shane. And I want to thank you for the work. I'm honored to be casting your film. So God will bless us because Jesus is going to take the wheel. God's promises day by day, says Psalm 97. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. God's light pours down over us, even in the darkness. It illuminates the thoughts of our minds, the emotions of the heart. It brightens our pathway. God sows the light of his word in our souls as a farmer sows seeds in the ground. The seeds take root, send out tender shoots, grow strong and green and fresh, and ultimately provide fruit. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken, root out any unproductive cells, open any blocked arteries or veins, and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, full health in body, and full health in spirit, so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord, Amen. And I hope that prayer helps whatever ails you. It's like an ointment. (laughs) All right. In Touch Magazine. It says, have you ever noticed how often Jesus said things to people that they didn't want to hear? He loved the rich young ruler, but knew the prospect of giving up possessions would be distressing. Yet Jesus urged him anyway because he wanted the young man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Or consider the woman at the well. A conversation between a Jew and a Samaritan was taboo to begin with. But Jesus even brought up the disquieting topic of her relationships with multiple men. For him, however, the discomfort was necessary 
to point her in the direction of eternal life. It's tempting to think that if we're nice and pleasing, then we are handling our friendships in a Christ-like way. But scripture makes it clear that keeping the status quo isn't a Christian value. Instead, our main priority is to follow God's spirit even if he leads us into uncomfortable conversations with people we love. Though we should encourage friends more often than we confront them, ultimately, we're to rely on the Holy Spirit to know when and how to do both. How might your effect respond to the Spirit's promptings? Amen. In God's way, day by day. Says the promises of God. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When a crisis strikes, remember the promises found in God's word. If you don't know what those promises are, start today to read your Bible and underline or highlight verses or make a list of verses in the back of your Bible so that in any crises you can turn quickly to God's promises. It is his desire to be present with you, provide for you, preserve and protect you, and turn all things to your good. Memorize the Word of God, especially those passages that speak special comfort and hope to your heart. Don't wait for a crisis to hit. Have a storage bank of Bible verses lodged in your memory so that when a crisis strikes, the Holy Spirit can move your mind immediately to God's Word, even if you don't have a Bible with you. Now that's powerful. Amen. We should all try to memorize scripture. It's not that hard. Okay. Okay, hope for each day. Acts 14:17. We are to thank God in everything. He has shown us kindness by giving you rain from, from heaven and crops in their seasons. He provides you with plenty of food and fills your heart with joy. God delights in giving, even to his enemies. God gives people food, but they give him rebellion. God gives people wisdom, but they serve the devil with it. He gives people strength but they waste it in evil pursuits. All of God's giving, however, should drive us to thanksgiving. Whatever material things we enjoy came from God, and he gives them to us to remind us of his goodness. Some people ask, why should those who have plenty pray give us our daily bread? We can understand why a poor person would pray such a prayer, but why would a rich person pray it? 
The reason is clear, to remind us all of our constant dependence on God. The bread is in our hand, yet both the bread and the blessing are from God's hand. No matter what we receive from God, it should drive us to give humble thanks to Him from whom all blessings flow. Amen. And let us pray for wisdom from above. James 3.17 says, The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable. Today, there's more knowledge in the world than ever before. Computers and fiber optic cables can transmit information in a millisecond to any part of the globe. More facts have been discovered in the past century than in all the other centuries of human history combined. Yet that same century also recorded the most devastating wars and the fiercest genocides in human history. We have never been further from solving our basic problems. The Bible says there are two kinds of wisdom in the world. First, there is wisdom that is given by God, a wisdom that views life in terms of eternity. Of this wisdom, the scripture says, the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. The second is the wisdom of the world. This wisdom excludes God and his moral standards from human decisions and seeks to solve society's problems apart from him. But where has it gotten us? And which kind of wisdom do you choose? So remember, wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Amen. Don't go anywhere. Stay right there. We'll be right back to pray some more. And by the way, good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God. And let me try again, dear God. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. Amen. We beseech you, God of mercy and love, to watch over this family of ours. May every member of our family be wholly devoted to you. In your kindness, guard us from every evil. Amen. 
and please shine your light upon my family. Give us strength to overcome all the difficulties that we are dealing with now and protect us against any and all problems we may encounter in the future. Amen. Just as each of us has a different calling or job to do for God, each of us will travel a slightly different road in understanding what prayer really is. God will speak to each of us in different ways, and the way God speaks to one person can be markedly different from the way he speaks to another. God isn't interested in getting us to learn rules and requirements and living merely by following the dictates of a rule book. He wants us to come to him that we might know him for ourselves. He wants a unique relationship with each of us just as he created each of us as unique individuals. God is all about relationship and the key to it is masterful prayer. Bow your head and repeat after me. Father, I draw close to you through prayer. I listen for your instructions and pray your will into the earth. But the point of prayer is not merely to accomplish the mission I have been assigned, but also to fellowship with you. Thank you for showing me my unique purpose as I spend time in your presence. In the name of Jesus, amen. and God's purpose for your life. In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And that's 1 Thessalonians 5. God's will is for you to be grateful regardless of what happens to you. So what truth can you focus on to help you give thanks when everything seems to be against you? Well, remember that God is always in absolute control, no matter how challenging things seem. This is the key to being able to endure emotionally and mentally during difficulties. Regardless of what pain you're experiencing, who is turned against you, or how you failed, the Father is still in control and can lead you to overcome. <clears throat> you can count on the fact that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God. 
If he's permitted some issue or challenge to touch your life, it is for a beneficial purpose. Of course, there may be some hardships you face that you will never comprehend this side of heaven. However, you can completely be certain that he still loves you and has your best in mind. And that is always a cause for praise. So today, listeners, thank him that you're never helpless or alone. Your God can always handle whatever problems you face and will give you the strength, wisdom, and hope that you need to endure. Jesus, I praise you for being in control and turning everything for my good. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be right back after we read Psalm 23, the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Guaranteed. Be right back. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear anything, for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us, and that we are covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Let all of us in his kingdom love one another by giving to one another and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen. Thank you, Ian, 
for all that you have given. Wow. For all that you have given. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. It's that time again to visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Please lend us your support. We're doing so well as a podcast. Yesterday we had 55 listeners and I'm happy with that. And I'm hoping that today's numbers have doubled. You never know. God is in control. I thank you for coming to pray with me. I look forward to seeing you back here again tomorrow where we're going to get some more blessings started. We're going to keep them moving. Remember to do your act of kindness. And one act turns into many. God is watching and he adores you. Bye for now.